It's two words. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. We started. Football fans, welcome to another edition of Week 18 Pick'em. We uh, got your host, Omar. <laughs> they don't know my name. I never revealed my name. <laughs> oh, there you go, man. There, there we you go. go. Introduction. Thank you for doing the honors, Nayev. Yes, that's right. This is the NFL Week 18 <laughs> Pick'em Show for the Football v. Football Podcast. Of course, as you see there, with that jazz icon, we got NFG incognito mode. How you doing, buddy? Hey now, doing great, man. That's the football. Nice, nice, nice. Yes, that's right. The, uh, the the games are getting started today. Before we get started, though, um, we got some good news about uh, Demar Hamlin. Following up on the last podcast, he is up and he is breathing. I believe on his own now. He FaceTimed players from his team and his coach. <clears throat> it seems like he is, although he is still in the uh, in the hospital, he is on the road to recovery. Uh, hopefully, so that was some really good news and allows for. Um, this week 18 to go on a little more smoothly. There were some questions before. So that is great news. Uh, we're going to jump right into this week 18 Pick'em Show. Before, I just want to let everyone know that so watching on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. If you're listening on a podcast platform, subscribe and rate us. Appreciate that greatly. We're going to go ahead and get started with the game that's about to start now. We're getting it in right under the wire. Kansas City Chiefs at the Las Vegas Raiders. Chiefs are favored by, by eight and a half points here. Uh, Naif, what do you think is going to happen on the game that you were just listening to the uh, American Anthem uh, for? I mean, I, I, I think we can all agree that Derek Carr is going to come back. He's going to jump in in the third quarter and win this game for the Raiders. Of right? course. Your favorite player. Of course not, because he sucks. It's going to happen here is another Patrick Mahomes win. Mm. Uh, I shared something in the group recently where it said that he's won 15. He's gone 15 and 0 uh, in divisional road games. Undefeated. It's going to be 16. Yeah, undefeated 15 and 0. It's about to be 16 and 0. Uh, Raiders are going to win this. I just hope to see something out of Stidham. Maybe the Raiders can take some momentum going into next year, and maybe see find out that this guy is their guy. If not, maybe try to find somebody else. Okay. Yeah, you know uh, the Chiefs are still playing for the number one seed here. You know. That, that last game being canceled uh, made things really complicated in the AFC, but uh, the Chiefs do need to win here to secure that number one seed or else the Bills can can win it. So Chiefs are motivated to win this game. Uh, the Raiders are already out of playoff contention here. They have nothing but uh, seeing what players are going to do next year. Uh, they're playing for their jobs, essentially, out of these Raiders players. So you can't really discount that aspect to it, to be honest. Um, I think the Chiefs win with this one. But it's going to be more complicated than it needs to be, as the Chiefs have been doing all year, and actually the Raiders have been doing all year. They've been kind of frisky. So I'm going to say the Chiefs win this one, but it's going to be a close game. I think the Raiders are going to come back and make it close. I think the Chiefs win 31-28. to Oh, score, scores. I forgot my score. What's your score? Uh, I'm going to say 34-21 to Kansas City. Oh, by the way, Miko Hardman is back. Oh, Miko Hardman, nice. We got that fourth string wide receiver swag, that bump. That gives him at least a, 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 a two and a half point bump. Give it a field goal. <laughs> okay. All right, moving on to the next game here, the Saturday night game, Tennessee Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars are six and a half point favorites here. My how the mighty have fallen. What do you see going on in this game? Hey, man, this is going to be a good game. I mean, 
Titans uh, don't have Russell No Arms Wilson. However, they do have Joshua Dobbs. Uh, yeah, I don't see Tennessee winning this game. Um, it's going to be Jacksonville. I have it 31-14. Wow. Well, you mentioned it. Uh, Malik Willis isn't playing this game. That means they don't have the worst quarterback in the league playing for them. You got Josh Dobbs. You got to see a little bit of him last week. Uh, he played the, the Cowboys, right? He did. He did. He did. And I saw in the chat you and OY at different times were saying that he's not terrible. He's not terrible. Right? He's not. He's not terrible. Okay. I had this game for the Jags all week until I figured out that they're going to play Josh Dobbs in this game. And I look at the history of both of these teams. Tennessee, Tennessee Titans got the number one seed over the past couple of years. They've been they're playoff tested. Um, they a lot of times they know how to win in these in these types of games. Jacksonville Jaguars have nobody on their team that knows how. To, they're all led by rookies and young guys. Lawrence Etienne, um, uh, Josh Allen on the other side, and uh, Trevon Walker. All these guys, all these young guys. Nobody on this team knows how to win. So, even though it is at Jacksonville, and they have all the momentum going their way, and Tennessee Titans have backwards momentum, I'm taking the Titans in this game simply because they know how to win in these tight games. So, I'm going Titans, 20, Jaguars, 18. Omar, 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 Omar. That's how it's going down. This is where stars are born, man. This is where stars are born. It's these championship playoff weeks. Yes, and Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne. Will ensure that the Jaguars make the playoffs and win the division. It's one. It's one of those things, you know. Like a lot of these young teams, they have these critical moments where they they they're getting over the hump. You know, I just I, I think that Jaguars getting to this spot <clears throat> is more growth than we expected from them already. So I think a lot of teams take these these incremental growth steps, and I don't think the Jaguars are gonna get over this hump because the Titans they just have too much they have too much experience. But we will see. If they do get over this hump and the Jaguars get in the playoffs, then it is the start of something special for these Jags. But yeah, yeah I, 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 I think I would agree with you if Tannehill played. Okay, okay. Well, I'm go, I'm rolling with Dobbs and say as long as it's not Willis. Okay. As long as I it's not you Willis. Chance, I gave you a chance to change and, your pick. As long, listen, if it was Willis, I would take the Jags all day. I would take them to blow them out, but it's not. Jobs <laughs> is just uh, taught. Jobs, Jobs. <laughs> Joshua Dobbs is just okay. He's just okay enough to win it. Anyway, moving on to a game here: the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons are our four-point favorites here. There's not much to play for. What do you think is going to happen in this game? Uh, nothing to play for, like you said, but. I don't know. It depends on who starts at quarterback for the Buccaneers. Uh, I don't know who their backup is. Is it Blaine Gabbard? Is it? Uh, they have they have that young guy, that rookie. What's his name? Kyle Trask. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, I haven't seen much out of him, so I I, I don't know. I, I I don't know if I can take Tampa Bay here. The Falcons are coming off a win, right? With Ritter, I think we see more momentum, and the Falcons win this game. So. Unimportant game for playoff seeding. Yeah, like you said, uh, Bucks, they're locked into the four seed. They have nothing to play for. They're lucky to even be in the playoffs. Uh, and the Falcons are not in that area where they're like playing for like a number one draft pick. So right now they're just kind of playing for pride like they did last week. Like you said, they're going to look 
They're looking at game footage for Ritter. They're trying to see what they have in him. So they're going to put forth more of the effort here. Bucks are going to bench their players. I'm taking the Falcons to win this game 18-10. to Moving on now to a game with meaning, the New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. Bills are 7.5-point favorites here. How do you see this going? This is interesting, man. This is really interesting because there, there's playoff seating here at stake. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bills here. You know, I think they're going to be riding that uh, DeMar Hamlin uh, thing, momentum. Mm-hmm. And I think they win this game. I have them winning 28-17 because I don't really trust this New England Patriots offense. I think they'll hang around. They'll be close for a while. But I think eventually the Bills will pull through. Yeah, so setting the stage here, the Bills can play for the number one overall seed in this game. Despite having, you know, a, a game canceled last week, if the, if the Chiefs lose, the Bills and the Bills win here, they can get the number one overall seed in the AFC. They have something to play for, like you mentioned. Uh, they're coming off of this DeMar Hamlin situation. They're going to have either a lot of energy and a lot of motivation, or they're just going to be emotionally just kind of drained from this right so um you you have to remember on the other side of this the patriots need to win this game in order to make the playoffs at all they're fighting for their playoff lives you know there's kind of different levels of motivation here patriots are just fighting to get in bills are fighting for uh moving from a two seed to a one seed but like you said if this game was in new england i might have given the patriots a, a better shot here because they play a lot better in new england than they do on the road I think it's going to be kind of a close game. I think it's going to be a touchdown game, but uh, I'm going to take the Bills here. I'm going to take the Bills to win uh, 24 to, to 17. Uh, they're not going to cover the spread. It's going to be closer than that, so uh, I'm going to take them to, to barely win this game. Um, but I could see the Patriots winning. I, I think it's going to be close, but I'm, ta- I'm taking the Bills, 24-17 here. One thing to mention here, mm-hmm. Patriots are 0-4 against the spread against teams with winning records this year. Really? Oh, okay. Interesting stat. Interesting stat. Yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. Like I said, that you know, the thing about the Bills just being maybe not even able to practice this week, you know, they're just like they were so shook about what happened. That kind of thing can go either way. And the playoffs have more motivation. Sorry, the the Patriots have more motivation to win this game. So it can really go either way, to be honest. So uh, moving on now to uh, the Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. Uh, Vikings are six-point favorites here. What say you? Man, the Bears are starting the great Nathan Peterman at quarterback. Ooh, boy. Picks galore. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I I think the Vikings are going to have their best defensive statistical day of the season with uh, Fields out of the game. Um, And by the way, the Bears only had like 230 yards last week versus the Lions, so that's saying something. Wow. I'm going to go with the Vikings here. Uh, I think they they can improve their seeding too. So I'm going to go 23-10 Minnesota. Yeah, you have you have two teams here um, with different levels of motivation. So the Vikings coming off an embarrassing loss last week to the Packers. Should have never went like that. I wish it didn't go like that. They're going to be looking to rebound. While the Bears, meanwhile, uh, in a sneaky way, have a chance for the number one draft pick. If the Texans win and they lose this game, so they are very clearly going to put in Nathan Peterman because he's going to throw the, the ball to the other team all day. I think maybe, maybe 
the Vikings are going to have more receptions from Peterman than the Bears do. I, I saw a stat this week that there's only two teams that have uh, that don't have a player with more than 500 receiving yards, and the Bears are one of them, and I think the Titans are the other. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings to to kill them in this game, 40 to seven, and that seven points from the Bears is probably. Wow like a late-game defensive touchdown. I don't think the Bears are going to score any offensive touchdowns. So we'll move on now to a game that is pretty complicated, and I'm still trying to figure out all the, the math behind this one, but the uh, Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals are nine-point favorites here. Let me try to set the scene about this one from what I understand, and you can supplement this. The Bengals are reportedly livid as they said on ESPN, at how the NFL handled the aftermath of their game getting canceled. Uh, even though they declared them the NFC North champions, if they lose against Baltimore this week and the Chargers beat Denver, then there's going to be a coin toss to see who hosts the, Den- uh, the, the, the Bengals playoff game next week, whether that be against the Chargers or the Ravens. And they're pissed because if they would have won last week, not only would they have been playing for the two seed, but... At the very least, they could have rested their players without having to worry about playing on the road, even as a division uh, champion. So I don't know if you you, you can gather all that. Uh, it's still kind of confusing to me. But basically, if they lose this week, they might not host a playoff game even as a division champion. What do you see going on in this game? What do you think about this situation? Yeah, Omar, this is really weird. Uh, I mean, we could see a rematch of these two teams in a week. And the location is going to be determined by Coinfield. I don't think it's fair to the Bengals, to be honest. Uh, I think they should be the division champs. And we should just take from there. And this game should be meaningless in terms of where they end up. However, it's not. And it all, I mean, to me, it comes down to whether Lamar Jackson is going to play. If Lamar Jackson is going to play, we're going to have a closer game. However, I still see the Bengals winning. If Lamar Jackson does not play, I have the Bengals win this one big. So I have two scores. Mm. Lamar Jackson doesn't play, Bengals win 27-10. to 10. Lamar Jackson does play, Bengals win 24-21. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say 27-11, to 11, a, a one-point bump. Uh, that's about as much as he's worth relative <laughs> to Huntley. So, okay, two things about this game that make it different than the, the Bills, right? So the Bengals... As opposed to being kind of emotionally drained about this game, they're just angry. They are angry, and they are motivated to win, and it's at Cincinnati. And uh, you're going to get, I think, just pure anger and force from this team. I think they're better anyway, even with Lamar Jackson. So I'm going to take the Bengals to win this game. Uh, you know, it could be even bigger than this, but I'm, you know, I'm going to say 31 to 14 Bengals win this game, but it could be even more than that. They might put on more points. It could be 45 to 14. That's that's th- those are my two scores. 31 to 14, or if they really want to step on their throat, I'm going to say 45 uh, to 14 because uh, because of how angry they are. They're the only team that voted against this new um, playoff scenario for them. All the other teams voted for for that playoff scenario. If you can imagine. So they're going to be pissed at everyone, not only the, the, the Ravens. So It's unfair to them. It's unfair big to time. them. Big time, big time. Yeah, I mean, NFL is in a tough spot here. NFL is, is – I'm going to talk more about this later, but the NFL has um, 
has had a terrible week for, for, for multiple reasons. But anyway, Houston Texans at the Indianapolis Colts. Colts are two-and-a-half-point favorites. What do you see Jeff Saturday doing on Sunday here, buddy? Well, speaking of canceled games, if there's any game that should be canceled, it's this one. <laughs> uh, no, this should be the Sunday night game. I want this in Sunday night. I don't care about this game, man. This is the game for, I mean, for Houston. They're going to lose this game. They're going to do everything it takes to lose this game uh, to go after Bryce Young, I believe. It's a, it's a horrible game, man. Who cares? Who cares? I don't care. I'm not even, even going to dignify it with the score. No. <laughs> The, uh, well, okay, these are two teams just trying to lose, right? So like I said before, Texans, especially their management, they need to lose this game to secure that number one pick, right? But the Colts are just, they're just terrible. And they're also in, in line, I think they only have four wins, so they're in line for a higher draft pick as well. So if they lose this, they can get like a top five pick and, and maybe improve their pick. I think maybe they're at number four, maybe they can get to number three or something. So this is uh, a very movable object versus a very movable object. I mean, both of these teams just want to want to lose this game. So I don't know. This is tough to pick. I think probably the Texans are more, more motivated to lose. So I'm going to say the Colts win this game by mistake, uh, ten to six. <laughs> but uh, move moving on here. To a pretty meaningful game. New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are three-point favorites. Who you got in this AFC East battle? This is, this is an interesting one, man. Uh, I don't know. I really don't. I, I mean, conventionalism says go with the Dolphins. They have a better team. However, all the QBs in this matchup suck. And I think the Dolphins have the worst one. Mm-hmm. And... I can see the Jets winning this game. Steven Thompson took all the first-team snaps. I'm not sure what's going on with Teddy Bridgewater, but if he's healthy, he should be starting. If the Dolphins want to have a shot at going to the playoffs or winning this game and potentially going to the playoffs. So, I'll say this. If Steven Thompson starts, the Jets will win this game 27-24. to If Teddy Bridgewater starts, have the Dolphins winning this game, 27 to 24. Okay. Well, there's there's no way Stephen Thompson is, is going to play in this game. Uh, there's a guy named Skylar Thompson that's going to play. Uh, so um, well, I guess we'll, we'll throw that, that score out of the window. No, no. Uh, I, heard, I heard he changed his name. Skylar. <laughs> Skylar just sounds like what he does to the ball. You know, he just skies all his, all his balls past his receiver. So that makes sense. So you're taking... You said you, you're taking the, the, the Jets to win if Skyler plays and the Dolphins to win if Bridgewater plays. Correct. Okay. Same score. Okay, same score. Yeah, all right. So the Dolphins are one of three teams still alive in the AFC uh, playoffs here for that seventh seed, along with the uh, the Patriots and the, and the Steelers. And despite Frank the Tank Fleming, I'm going to mention him every time I mention the Dolphins, and uh, despite him thinking... Oh. You got you got to you got to watch some of these Frank the Tank Fleming videos on on Barstool. This guy is the funniest guy. He's such a passion. He actually has uh, he runs a sports encyclopedia website. He's like he's like a savant. He's like a real savant, but he's 
he's just so funny because he he overreacts to all this stuff and he does he does hot dog reviews he does soda reviews <laughs> this guy's like he's hilarious you gotta check him out he's really funny but he's like a lifelong dolphins fan and uh he always talks about how they dive in december and they have actually like 10 out of the last 20 years it's been crazy um but despite him thinking that uh you know that they're gonna get blown out in this game and the jets are gonna get six, three pick sixes and they're gonna lose by 30 i think that mcdaniels in order to salvage this season which he had he's had a good season i think even though oh i mentioned this it's been like three wins three losses five wins five losses it's been cyclical um I think McDaniels is going to take this game out of Skylar Thompson's hands and just focus on running the ball. I think they, they have great running backs, Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert, and the two uh, University of Washington running backs, Miles Gaskin and Salvan Ahmed. I think he's just going to put the, this ball in their hands all game. Not only that, but he'll find ways to scheme Tyreek Hill and maybe even Jalen Waddle in this game by running them as well or doing some screens or so, doing some quick pass and runs in this game. And they just have the weapons. The Jets don't have the weapons to win this game, to be honest. So McDaniels shifts his game plan to win this game. I think it will be close, though, because when you run instead of pass, the scoring doesn't come as quickly. So I'm going to take the Dolphins to win this 21-20 in a close one. And uh, the Dolphins wait a, minute, wait a 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 minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are the Jets starting Zach Wilson? No, I think they're starting uh, Mike White. I don't see why he wouldn't sure? be starting. I think so. I don't see why he would. He didn't get. He didn't get injured last week. No, but I saw a report just now that said Jets are standing by QB Wilson through hell or high water. Oh yeah, that that's that's saying that they won't cut him. I heard that same thing. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, no, no. they're starting okay. Mike White, so it's going to be a respectable game. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So twenty. I'm saying Dolphins twenty-one twenty. Uh, regardless, who plays quarterback? Moving on to the next game here. <clears throat> Carolina Panthers at the New Orleans Saints. Saints are favored by three and a half points. Um, again, not much to play for here. Bucks already clinched the South. What do you think is going to go on in this one? What do, what, do, what do I come on here and say every week? Week in, week out. What do I oh say? Oh, boy. On one of the naifisms. What? Has it been true? Has it been correct? I'd say pretty much. I would say I, so. I saw it firsthand against the Seahawks. Hey, if you give Taysom Hill the ball... You will win the game. So again, this is another game that comes down to: Do the Saints want to win, and do they give it to Taysom Hill? If they want to win, they're going to give it to Taysom Hill. If they want to lose, they will keep the ball in Andy, Andy Dalton's hands. Hmm. Um, honestly, I see the Panthers winning this game. To be honest, I don't think the Saints have anything to play for. Maybe they can improve their draft position by losing this game. The Panthers are six and ten. Saints are seven and nine. Spread is minus three point five. New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go against the spread and say the Panthers win this game, twenty four to thirteen. Pretty meaningless game, as mentioned before. None of these teams have anything to play for, and even their draft position doesn't matter at this point because it's so, you know, they're just kind of middling. I'm just going to take the Saints because they're playing at home and they play well at home. They're going to give their their, their fans a, a season-ending uh, gift here. And I'm going to take them to win 19-13. to It's going to be interesting to see what the Panthers do next year. Are they going to stick with Darnold or are, going to, are they going to stick with this coach? So maybe this maybe Panthers have a little bit to, to play for here, but so did the Saints in terms of are they going to keep Dennis Allen or not. I know, I know you would love if they keep Dennis Allen. 
I, I heard I heard something where they since they have the rights to champagne, they'll keep that and then they'll trade champagne to the to uh, the Miami Dolphins for Mike McDaniel and Tua. Uh, I don't know about that. But that'd be messy. That'd be interesting. That'd be very that messy. That would be messy. That'd be that would be messy. That would be weird. How do they still have the rights to a coach two years after he's retired? He retired, so he hasn't played out that contract. That's weird. So okay, so they're still yeah, paying him, up. so they still have his rights. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. still have his rights. So. Yeah, that's weird how that plays out. Anyway, moving on to the next to the next game here. This one has playoff implications. Uh, Cleveland Browns at uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Steelers are only two and a half point favorites. What do you see happening here? Eh, I mean, the Steelers need to win. The Browns are mathematically eliminated, so. I don't know, man. The Steelers need to win. They need the losses from the Patriots and the Dolphins, which I don't see happening. I see the Patriots happening. I mean, actually, the Dolphins is possible, like we said, if Skylar Thompson does start. So, I don't know. I could see the Patriots and Dolphins losing, but I can also see the Steelers losing. I can see all three of those teams losing. I'm going to go with the Browns here. I'm going to go with the Browns 27-21. to 21. Okay, 27-21 Browns. Oh, you said Browns? I did say Browns. Oh, Browns are going to win this, you're saying? Yes. Wow. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so I'm going to set the stage um, saying something about this game that's going to set the stage for the rest of these games that we're going to talk about, right? So, so week 18, of course, is the week that you have – you look at different motivations, right? Obviously, like I mentioned before, some teams have everything to play for. They have a final playoff spot. They have home field advantage, top draft picks to lose for, and some have nothing to play for. So this one, of course, the Steelers have a playoff spot to play for, and even though they need the Patriots and, and the Dolphins to lose, they're still all, you know, they're, they're playing this game simultaneously with those other two games, with the Dolphins game and the Patriots game, as they should. NFL, okay, uh, and they didn't afford that same uh, courtesy to uh, the NFC in their in their uh, playoff placement, okay. And I'm going to talk about that more later. But anyway, I'm taking the Steelers to win this one. Uh, they have more motivation. The you know the, the Browns are out of it, and all these games are going to be played simultaneously, so they're not going to know what happens in those games. So I'm taking the Steelers to win this. I think these these teams are pretty evenly matched. Maybe the the Browns are. Probably have a little more talent, but the Steelers have more motivation. So I'm going to say 17-16 Steelers. Uh, moving on to another game here. Yeah, what are you going to say? No, I was just going to say who. Who? Who? And then all. Ooh. Ooh. Like, ooh. Ooh. Ah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Making noises. All right, well, make some noise for this next NFC East game. New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles, 14 and a half point favorites. What does Vegas know that we don't? They know that the New York Giants are not going to be playing anybody. Um, unfortunate for the Dallas Cowboys. But the Giants are locked into the 60, and they can't improve on that. And that's where they're going to be heading into the playoffs. The Eagles also locked up the playoff spot, but they're playing for the number one seed. So they definitely have something to play for. Um, not sure if Jalen Hurts is starting this game. I don't know. Hmm. However, however, 
The spread is minus 14, Philly. 14 and a half. The New York football, 14 and a half. The New York football giants are 9 and 2 against the spread as the underdog this season. Mm. So I don't see it being a 14 and a half point game or more. I see it being closer. Uh, I'm going to have a 28 20 Philadelphia. I think the Eagles need to win. The Giants don't care about this game. So, yeah, the Eagles are going to win this and lock up that number one seed. Like you mentioned, uh, Giants locked into the sixth seed. Eagles playing for not only the one seed, but their division. They can drop to the fifth seed if they lose this game, which would be huge after they were undefeated for a long time during this year. Like you said, uh, it looks like Vegas knows that the Giants are not only going to bench their starters, but they're probably going to bench their second stringers. So we're going to get some uh, practice squad guys maybe playing in this game. That's the only way that they can make this a 14.5 point spread. Because otherwise, these teams are not 14.5 points uh, separated in, in, in talent, I don't think. So I'm going to take the Eagles to win. Uh, based on the fact that they're playing their starters and the Giants are playing their third stringers. Uh, I'll take the Eagles and win 30-10 to 10 and um, wrap up this division, wrap up this um, this number one seed, and we'll see what they do in the playoffs. It'll be interesting to see if they play Jalen Hurts or not with a chance of him getting injured again. Um, we shall see. Moving on to your team, Dallas Cowboys at the Washington Commanders. Uh, Cowboys are seven-point favorites. Who you got in this one? I mean, obviously, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Uh, poor Sam Howell, man. I think he's exactly what this Dallas Cowboys defense needs right before the playoffs. You know, they've uh, they've been sliding as of late, and I think this is just what the doctor ordered, a rookie QB getting his first, first action in the NFL. And I think uh, they're going to fry him. I think they're hanging him out to dry. But props to Heineke for saying, oh, you know what? Uh, should let this guy start. Because when you needed me last week, you guys started Carson Wentz. So go after yourself. Uh, yeah. That's the way I see it, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Cowboys are going to get the 13th win of the season, which is going to tie a franchise record with 1992, 2007, 2016. However, we have that one extra game. Uh, Cowboys win this easily. I'm going to say... Cowboys 33, Washington 17. Cowboys bench all their players in the third quarter. Wow. All their starters. Wow, wow. Again here, Commanders are a middling team. Not good enough to fight for a playoff spot. Not bad enough to fight for a number one draft pick. They have nothing to play for. Cowboys, of course, technically, you know, despite what we just said, they have a division title and a number one seed to possibly play, play for in this game. And this game is, of course, played simultaneously with the Eagles game and the Niners game, as it should be. As it should be. And they're going to get the uh, the best shot of the the Cowboys are going to are going to want to win this game. They have all the motivation to win this game. So, of course, I'm taking the Cowboys here, and uh, they're going to eat up Sam Howell or Wentz or whoever they play here, and uh, they're going to win this one, 34 to 13, and. Um, there's going to be a question about this whole franchise, this whole Commanders franchise. Who's going to be the QB? Who's going to be the coach? Who's going to be the owner? It's going to be an interesting offseason in Washington. Moving on to the Los Angeles Chargers at the Denver Broncos. 
Broncos are three-point favorites here, and maybe you can explain this to me, but I think the Chargers have some upward mobility here in terms of playoff seeding. I think they can move, uh, or they have to win this one to stay the five seed. If they lose this and the Ravens win, they can become the six seed. So I'm not really sure why the Broncos are favored. Do you know why? Yeah, because we don't know who that one seed is. Because of that Kansas, uh, we don't know if it's going to be Kansas City or Buffalo, so I don't know mm. if it really matters for the Los Angeles Chargers as well. Um, yeah, I don't think the Chargers are going to stick with their starters here for long. Uh, I mean, they're they're pretty much locked into a wild card berth, whether it's the fifth or sixth or seventh seed. Um, I'm mm. actually I'm pretty sure it's the fifth or sixth seed. I don't think it really matters much, man. I don't yeah. think it matters much. Uh, also, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Chargers to win. Um, Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah the Chargers are winning this game, man. The Broncos suck. Uh, Russell Wilson needs to go back to the drawing board next next year. I mean, the off season, figure out what the hell is wrong. They need to find a coach, somebody that he can get along with, and find himself again because. He was absolute dog water this season. Oh, there we go. Charlie we won go. this game. Everyone, everyone take a halal drink after hearing that. I think people are, are <laughs> going to start playing games after they hear that line. So you're taking the Chargers. Yeah. I am taking the Chargers. Everyone, everyone take a 13. shot of dog water when you hear that line. <laughs> 20 to 13 Chargers. Okay. Yeah, for me, this is a go Chargers go uh, because um, I need um, – I need the Broncos to keep losing to keep the Seahawks draft pick. I mean, I think I think if everything plays out this week and the Texans win and the Bears win, then I think the Broncos can actually move up to the number one uh, number one draft pick slot. I think. Don't quote me, but it's it can move up from three to two or one. So no, no one's impossible. One's impossible. Is it? I thought. Do they have yeah, the, the Broncos Texas, have three wins or Texas four wins? Texans only have two wins. And, but the Broncos, do they have three or four wins? They have three wins? Four wins. Ah, four damn wins. it. All right, you're right. You're right. Anyway, they, I think they could probably move up to the two seed at least. So um, I hope that happens. And the Chargers, like I said, you guys got a lot to play for here. All right, you guys got to stay in that um, number five seed. You guys don't want to give up this uh, seed here and go down to six. You, you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. You want to play that. I guess who would they play? Who's who's who would be the fourth seed here? Um, it would be the Jaguars or the Titans. So you guys yes. want to play the Jaguars or the Titans and keep the slot here? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So absolutely. So Chargers do not do what Nia said. Do not bench your 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 uh, players in the third in, so in the third they, quarter. They win. Chargers win this one. All right, and they win convincingly. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty-eight to twelve. Do not bench your starters. Oh, why? Third quarter. Oh, why? Welcome here. We're talking about the Los Angeles Chargers at the Denver Broncos here. Um, the fact that I, I want the Chargers to win, obviously, because I, I, I want the, the Broncos to get a, a terrible pick for the uh, for the Seahawks. What do you think is going to happen in this one? Chargers and Broncos. I heard you guys talking about the seeding. Can they move up or down? Yes. I missed that part. Yeah, okay. Char- Chargers. If they lose, if they lose this and the Ravens win against the Bengals, then they move down to the sixth seed. Right now, they're the five seed. <sighs> yeah, stay where you are, man. Don't oh, yeah. don't lose because you don't want to play. Because yeah, one of the either this so one of the t- 
top three teams, it's going to be the Bengals, the Bills, or the Chiefs, right? Depending mm-hmm. on how this weekend goes. Yeah. I don't want to play any of those teams if I'm the Chargers. Right. So, yeah, I agree with you. Play this game, win it, um, and then stay where you're at. And then, hey, man, that might be like the fast track to like the divisional round. Yes. Um, if they So if they do that, which is, I think, you know, it's Justin Herbert's first playoff appearance. So I'm going to assume yeah. that he's the I'm going to assume that the coaches will want him to play and go in, like, playing well. Mm. So I'm going to assume that they play and that if that's the case, then they should win this game. I, the other thing is Denver probably just wants the season to be over as soon as possible, man. Like, it's, yes. right? It's like a nightmare of a season for them. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take the charges to win this game. Um, I don't know, maybe like 23-7? to 7? I don't think Denver wants to play, man. There I really go. don't. Agreed. Yeah, I, I, I heard I heard Russell Wilson's high kneeing his way all the way to the offseason. All the way but, to the, all the way to the Caribbean. <laughs> high knees to the Caribbean. Do you guys get a get a get a feeling like this Chargers team has the similar feel to the Bengals last year? Can you see something like that happening? Uh, you know, I I think Herbert's you know he can do it, but I think similar. Like, yeah, I mean, I, obviously, I'd still take Burrow, but um, you know, look, but it's not so. The difference isn't so far. Um, I would say though that I, we've seen Burrow do this before. He did it in college, right? He won in in college. I don't know about Herbert yet. He I, did not. He's capable. He's capable. I think yeah. he can do it. I just, I don't know if they can come overcome like some of the coaching gaffes. The injuries that they've had. I know, like, they're more healthy now, but, you know, some of that stuff lingers. But we'll see, man. You never know. He, he, he definitely has better hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in terms of a college pedigree, um, uh, Justin Herbert played for the Oregon Loser Ducks, and they, they never did anything in, in, in college <laughs> football. Um, but you're right. They are kind of getting healthy at the right time. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, both are back now. They're on that other side of health. You know, usually they lose their players towards the end of the season. Now they're getting him back. You know, of course, Bosa and uh, Khalil Mack, and they have some good uh, DBs. It's not unfathomable. I think they have a good team. But, there's, the, you know, the, the Chargers culture uh, is not really a winning culture. So we'll, we'll see. Same thing happened with the Bengals. They're not a winning culture, and they made it to the Super Bowl. So we shall Mark see. Mark my words, dark horse, dark horse. Yeah, dark could, horse be. Alert. could be, could be. Moving on to uh, another game here with a huge line. Um, Arizona Cardinals at the San Francisco 49ers. Niners are 14 and a half point favorites, uh, tying the um, the other biggest line of the week. Um, OY, we'll start with you. What do you think is going to happen in this one? Yeah, so I think Arizona is going to come out, and I think they're going to blow them out, man. I think Arizona, 37 to 6. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I think the 49ers are going to win this game really easily. Um, the Cardinals are starting on, um, what's his name, David Blow? I, I, I don't want to. Blau, yeah. Blau, He's probably going to blow, though. He's a great Purdue quarterback, man. He's great. The Boilermakers. Um, But, bro, honestly, man, even if Arizona was healthy, even if Kyler Murray was there, they wouldn't have a chance in this game. Like, Mm. I I know it's a divisional game, but the Niners are actually playing for a lot. And I – this might be down the road, but I actually think that they get the one seed. Like, I actually think that they get it. Like, um. And to be quite honest, I think it would be fitting because I think right now they're the best team in the NFC. So mm. um, 
it would make sense. The only way I think that Arizona wins this game is if Brock Purdy kind of like falls off. Like, you know, you kind of see why he was a third string quarterback. Uh, but I don't see that happening this week. I think they'll win, and I'll say 24 to 16. Wow. Okay. Knife. Yeah, you know what's great about winning streaks? They eventually come to an end. I think the Niners are going to extend their winning streak this week. And that's good for the Dallas Cowboys because the the Niners' winning streak will end in the playoffs. I want them to win this game. I would love for them to get the number one seed, but no way that's going to happen with the Giants benching their starters. Um, Niners are going to win this one handedly. Dave Blood does suck. Niners, 35. Cardinals 10. I got a similar line. I mean, of course, this is a huge betting line here, and I'm assuming the Cardinals are going to be playing all their practice squad guys. And uh, DeAndre Hopkins, I think, already said he's he's out. So I'm sure a lot of the other starters are going to be out. Uh, like OI mentioned, the Niners are technically playing for uh, the number one seed here. And, uh, of course, um, they're not going to know what's going to happen because they're going to play the game simultaneously, okay, with the Cowboys and the Eagles. They're going to play this game. I'm going to say that again. They're going to play this game simultaneously with the Eagles and the Cowboys so they don't know what's going to happen, all right? And the Niners are going to win this one, 35-12. to 12. And I don't think it's going to be that close. It's not going to be that competitive. And we'll move on <clears throat> to the to, to a game here that I have a lot to say about, Los Angeles Rams at the, uh, the uh, Seattle Seahawks. All right, uh, the, the Seahawks are six-point favorites here, and if, if you'll just allow me. Of course, this game is being played um, in protest, okay? Since the NFL put this at um, 425 instead of simultaneously with the uh, Packers and the, uh, the Lions here. And those are the two other teams that are in line for the, the NFC playoffs. You notice that we, when we talked about the AFC playoffs before, all three of those teams that have a chance to get in are playing at the same time. This is not being done in the NFC. There's already a conspiracy floating out there that the NFL's darlings, the Rams, their co-tenants, the ones that they gifted a Super Bowl to last year, the ones that offer them a space in their new complex to put their NFL West Coast headquarters or whatever NFL network headquarters, that the NFL will give the Rams every single call in this game so that they can help the Rams to win and so they can make that Lions-Packers game a true playoff game. There's already conspiracies out there. It makes sense for them to do it, obviously, amongst other things. I don't put it past these corrupt NFL hypocrites to do something like that, based on what I've seen from them. So despite all that, I'm still going to pick the Hawks to win, but they'll have to fight through all the corruption to win this game, and I think they're going to win with the same score they won the, the first game, I believe. I'm going to pick them to win 17-16. to 16. It's going to be an ugly one-point win. I'm taking the Hawks. And and just wait until I talk about this next Packers-Lions game. Sorry, go ahead, guys. What do you think is going to happen in this one? Naif, Naif, go first. Um, hmm. Interesting. You know, the Seahawks haven't missed the playoffs in consecutive seasons under Pete Carroll. Right. Never, ever. Right. It's going to be a first time. I think it will be, and I think it will be because the NFL 
are rigging it for Aaron Rodgers. I think the Seahawks win this game. Although I do think it's going to be a closer game. Bobby Wagner had a great game last time they played. And I think he's about to break the single-season record for the uh, for tackles for the Los Angeles Rams. I'm going to have it 24-21 to 21, Seattle here. All right. So what you got? So being on the other end of so many Aaron Rodgers uh, comeback victories, I'm going to have to agree with you. I think they want Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. I don't know if I'll go so far as like some of the other stuff, but I think they definitely want Rodgers in the playoffs for sure. Um, and, I, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, for this game, you know, I, these these division games uh, are always so so close and so unpredictable. You know, especially like at the end of the year. This is this is something that the NFL got right is starting to schedule these games like towards the end of the year because you know some of these games are like pseudo playoff games. Really, I know like the the Lions Packers game is basically like a playoff game. Um, so here, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Hawks. I think uh, I think. You know, it's going to be a close one, but I think the Hawks come back. Geno Smith, there was a last-second touchdown or a late touchdown pass to win the game. 21-20 to 20 is going to be my score. And I think, you know, he overcomes any possible conspiracies that Begney thinks are going on here. He'll, he'll carry Not just me. Carry Not just yeah. me. This is floating around Twitter. Yeah. Well, he, he won't be able to overcome because there's a Sunday night game he's got to watch. Well, he'll do all. He'll do his part, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I hope the Hawks take care of business here. Um, I I don't think it's as much of a lock as I, I think it was before. Um, but anyway, we'll move on to the, the last game here. Um, I don't know why I, this is the the NBC money game. This is this is the reason why NBC hosts uh, Sunday Night Football so they can get money from the NFL. Uh, Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Packers are five point favorites here. Oh, why? We'll start with you. You know, I go back and forth on this one, actually. A lot of people are picking the Packers. But I've been really high on the Lions all year. Like, I, the way that they started this season and the way that they have kind of, like, started, the way that they're finishing it are very impressive. And I think that a lot is being of the Packers getting hot right now, and that's fine. Like, but I think a lot of it is based on what Aaron Rodgers has done in the past. I think a lot of people are, are overlooking what the Lions are doing. So I'm going to pick the Lions in upset. I'm going to say thirty to twenty-four. These are high. Well, the Lions are a high-powered offense. I don't know about the Packers. Uh, I think Rodgers is just like you know he's he's kind of hot right now. Is what's going on. Um, and I think the Lions, you know, they win this game. And I think, I mean, I don't, I know that they need the Seahawks to lose to get into the playoffs, but I think if the Lions win this game, then Campbell, he, he deserves some serious coach of the year consideration here yes. for what they've done, and especially if they get into the playoffs. But, Absolutely. And if they do win, I will personally be sending it a ballot for Dan Campbell for coach of the year. Now, if, what do you think is going to happen in this one? Hey, man, I think the Lions are a better team. Make no mistake, I think they're a way better team 
and the Green Bay Packers. However, and we touched up on this uh, last week, this game's in Green Bay, and Rodgers is the NFL's darling. He could do no wrong, and I think the calls are going to be in his favor. I think we're going to see three roughing the passer penalties, bunch of defensive holds, some uh, fake pass interference calls. I think the Packers are going to win this game, unfortunately. Not because they're a better team. The Lions are definitely a better team. But the Packers are going to win this 27-24. to Yeah, um, completely possible. This game is a, is a, a five-point line, even though it's at Green Bay. I figured it'd be a bigger line here, considering, of course, it's at Green Bay, and the NFL has shown their shamelessness in wanting Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in the playoffs. Lions offense has been better than the Packers offense all year, like OI mentioned. Uh, they're high-powered. They have great weapons. I mean, you're talking about Swift, Williams as runners. You have um, Amon Ross St. Brown, DJ Chark, even Jamison Williams now, um, uh, Craig Reynolds. Um, Goff has been playing above his skill level all year. And they're coming into this in peak health, the, the Lions. They had injuries all year, but it looks like all their players now are in peak health on offense. That's all I care about. I forget about these defenses. Despite the conditions, and despite the fact that if the Hawks win earlier in the day, like I'm predicting, the Lions will have nothing to play for since this game um, is scheduled, of course, in a hypocritical, idiotic way. I think the Lions... Pull the Packers out of the playoffs. And they do like the Undertaker dig to Kane, pulling him down under the, the ring. If you guys remember that? I'm, I'm, I'm pulling back these, these WWF references because of what we talked about last, last week. I think they pull him down with them. They're their hated divisional rivals. Even though they are eliminated from the playoffs, they're going to, to pull them down out of the playoffs. They're going to be motivated to do so. Lions win this damn game. 28 to 24. Go Lions, go Lions, go Lions. Let's go. Yeah, if we've seen anything from the from Dan Campbell, he's not going to let this team quit. Of course, so, he's going to uh, bite kneecaps. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not worried about the Lions giving one up after, you know, seeing that this is a meaningless game. No, no, this is not a meaningless game. He wants to win. So, I'm not afraid of that. Absolutely. It's the refs. It's the refs. They need to beat Aaron Rodgers and the refs. You're right. You're right. And I hope it happens, and I look forward to this game. But that'll do it. And it's going to be a great week. And it start, it's actually starting now. I think the first game is actually on now. So uh, I want to thank you guys for... 14-3. 14-3. 14-3 Chiefs? Got yeah. to be 14-10. Uh, yeah, it's about to be 14-10. Okay. okay, nice, nice. I'm going to go tune in. But I want to thank you guys so much for jumping on here. This final week of the season, this Week 18, Pick'em Show. I want to remind you guys, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead, subscribe, like, comment, do all that stuff. Same thing for a podcast platform. We're on all of them. Apple, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Anchor, uh, the Pandora, uh, MySpace, whatever. Wherever they have podcasts, we're on there now. And uh, support this podcast on Kofi and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Whew. Let's go Lions. NFG, Omar Yusuf, thank you guys so much for jumping on. Have a fantastic day, football fans. Peace.